Warning, the following content contains sounds. Some sapiens of Homo have episodic memories with undesired correlation sensations with particular sounds depending upon their mood and personalities. Although many attach their identities with notions and actions, the mockery that is included in here is directed towards the latter two and not the first. Having said that, hello, welcome to Correlation Sensations, a show where I talk about your mother's mammalian protuberances. Yes, yes. Mm. Get ready to strap on your seatbelts. This may piss you off and it may make you laugh. But nevertheless, it's just a sensation you get from correlation sensation, goddammit. And in the main corner is Empedocles. Gork and Boy want you to get on your knees for Empedocles. Well, well, well. Look at what we got here. Yes, I'm here for episode six. Six? Mm-hmm. No, you weren't behind. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I got done with that shaping of the homo. Oh, yeah, you called me. Yeah, I called you when I was recording. Yes. Yeah, you left me here with my imagination. Now I have two other individuals inside my head. Oh, fun. Yeah, you pissed me off, you little son of a bitch. See? Where'd he go? He... I'm down here, you little bastard. Is he underneath your chair? I think he's underneath my mouth. Oh, is that your uvula? My uvula? <laughs> what? That's the dangly thing in your throat. Oh. You thought that it was a nutsack at first when we first got here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, remember? I thought the semen came out of the mouth from the uvula. Okay, so... Episode number seven, we're doing epiduncles. Epiduncles? Why are you drooling? Because I'm hungry. Oh, okay. That's right. Yeah, you pissed Gork off so much that he went and beat us up. Oh, gosh. Yeah, now I feel like I'm not responsible for anything I do. Oh, God, he's a train wreck. God damn it, where the fuck is my underpants? Right, I choose at least charging them rent. No, I could do that. That would make that, but I'll be working three jobs. That'd be like no sleep. All work, no play. What do we do? We're doing epiduncles, right? You mean what? Epiditis? Hepatitis? No, epiduncles. Epiduncles? Okay. Epiduncles. Okay. Yep, epiduncles. Located on what source one calls the south central portion of Sicilia. Ah. But when I looked up the map, Ford, mm -hmm. from googly tits, mm -hmm. I see it as the south, slightly western portion of the central part of Sicilia. Mm hmm. Yes. And Sicilia, did you know, is also known as Sicily? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't know that one. Yeah, a.k.a. the island uh, that the boot of Italy looks like it's going to kick. Well, the crazy thing is that if you say a Sicilian is Italian, they will hit you. What? Yes. Wait, who? Who's they? Uh, Sicilians. Why? Why? Uh, they just don't like Sicilian, or they don't like Italians, and Italians don't like Sicilians. All of them? No, it's just, it's just, they have disagreements about stuff. Don't, don't Italians disagree amongst themselves? I know, but this is more, uh, based upon land of who owned who and who what did what. I think it's based upon people trying to understand something in simplest terms. And simpler than simple terms. God damn it, that's like saying all oh, human beings are like one way or the other. Mm -hmm. Like all human beings believe in Hoover Jew. Mm -hmm. But you and I both know that's not true. Yeah. Anywho, a city 
that goes by many names depending upon the language the person you ask speaks and what time period that person lives in. The city can be named Agrigento. Agrigento? Yeah. That's the one that's currently used today. Mm. Up until 1927, though, it was called Gergenti mm. by the Greekies. Oh, the Greekies? Yeah, and Akragas. Akragas. That could be spelled with a C or a K. Uh-huh. And then the Latin name, instead of Akragas, mm-hmm. would have been Argentum. Argentum. Mm. Yeah, Argentum, yeah. And I guess those Greek people couldn't make up their minds, you know. Well, I think the thing was, they heard it one way, and they just started saying it that way. No, no, they had Akragas, spelled with a C-R-K. Ah. Anywho, the Latins came to a consensus why the Greek people could not. And I thought Latin was a dead language. What's it doing? Still being used. It should go back in the hall. I think it's... Well, you do know it's on our on our currency, right? And the uh, and on the uh, seal of the United States. Yeah. So should go back in the hole. Take that off the goddamn stuff. Latin, you dead, bitch. I think it's for gravitas. Gravity, your mama's toss. Toss your mama's gravities. No. Oh. You're being vulgar again. Vulgar. I am vulgar. No, I am Gork. I'm Fred, bitch. Fran? Fred. Fred. Oh, or Frank. I don't make up my own goddamn name. Oh. God damn it, go away. No. Yes. Oh. Are you looking between your legs and screaming? I wasn't. I was looking at the ground. Because that's where he is. Okay. Somewhere. Okay. Right away. Is he in hell? I hope so. I told him I brought him into this world, and I could take him back out. Okay. And then he told me go suck his balls. Talk about micro-machines. How'd you know? You. Similarly to alchemy on the exact dating of birth, and extermination is not known. An estimation of birth is given for him, though, being early 5th century BCE. And Aristotle was cited regarding the age of death, 60 years of age. Yep. More specifically, they cite Andrew Lax and Glenn W. Most, and also Dios Kranz for his sixth edition of Die Fragmente der Vosorketotobla. And yep. So, you want to think about it. We talk about 6th edition, 5th edition, 4th edition, 3rd edition, 2nd edition, 1st edition. And then you want to go to more details like I do. How many times did they get it wrong? Jesus. And then we go on to Diogenes Laertius from Last Episode People. That's 7 sources. Plus, when I add Aristotle, and then you want to add whoever... Actually, got the information. That makes nine. Nine points in the transmission of communication. Wow. I tell you what, by the second or third, usually people start breaking down the communication. Wow. Remember? Telephone game. Exactly. Yeah. It's bullshit. Uh huh. Like you start with the shoe is blue. Next thing you know, you got the glue on poo. Exactly. Yeah. What's up with that? I think people do that on purpose to to fuck with you. Yeah. Well, some people sometimes are bad oysters and say random stuff. Bad oysters? Back to topic. Okay. Apparently, it is assumed that the grandiose confection from verses of Empedocles is commonly sourced to see more into Empedocles' life. Oh, wow. You know what, Floyd? What? I am starting to wonder if that is really how you say Epiduckle's name. Oh. I am going to look that up. Okay. Empiduckles. Empiduckles. I don't think that's the right word to say. Shut the fuck up. Who asked you? 
What is in your head, right? What are you talking about? In my head? Yeah. What are you trying to say here, Void? I don't know. You better shut the fuck up. Okay, I won't tell him. Hey, you don't talk that way to Void. Why are you holding that knife? <laughs> oh my god! Here it comes. Empedocles. Oh my god! I thought there was empanada. Empedocles. Empedocles. Empedo. I thought it was empedocles. Empedocles. Okay. Okay. Sorry, people. Doesn't look like empedocles, but that's how you say it. Okie dokie. He's Sicilian, so it's a different language, remember? Yeah, but they're using uh, English symbols. I know, but it could still be the same. You could... No, it doesn't look anything like that. Go look up in Pedocles in Greek. Yeah. Anywho, apparently it is assumed that the grandiose conviction from verses of Empedocles is commonly sourced to be a way to see into Empedocles' life. Wow. Sounds like someone uh, who splattered all over the news media today, if you know what I mean. Wow. You know, someone does something with his thumbs that goes all over the internet, then all the media jumps on it. No. It is assumed that Empedocles was born into an aristocratic family with a grandfather who is said to have kept horses and was a victor of some year in the Olympic Games. Another source indicated that Empedocles was a student of one named Parmenides. That's an interesting name. Parmenides? No, it's gotta be making no sense. It's spelled like Parmenides, so it's gotta be Parmendes. Parmenides. Parmenides. Of Aaliyah, whoever the fuck you are. I'm not looking you up. Don't wanna see another stupid ass ad. By the way, podcast is brought to you by a scapegoat. They said they get more views on their, their page, but nobody liked their shit or follow it. And then they kicked us in the head. After I fell down, they tricked me, told me my shoes was untied. Then I realized I didn't have shoes on. But they got me in the head, and they almost got the keys. And to avoid... What? You sleepy. No. Yeah. No. Oh, I know what will wake you up. But... I got to put my meninges right on your nose. What's that smell? Oh, God. Hey, onion time. Quit trying to make tea. Yeah. Tea bag. In time, Empedocles is said to have been adherent to the teachings of Anaxagoras and Pythagoras. I know that one. Uh-huh. Then another source named Hermippus communicated that Empedocles uh, was an emulator for Xenophanes. Oh, I think I've heard that word. Xenophanes? Yeah. Where at? Some sort of uh, history class. Xenophanes? Sounds like xenophone. You think so? Xenophone, xenophanes? No, I think it's something to do with the sound. Maybe, I don't know. No, it's a dude. Oh. Emulator of xenophanes. No. I'm going to look up xenophanes. All right. This is what we do. This is real time, people. Yes. You don't know, this might be years from now when someone actually listens to this. Who's xenophobia? No xenophanes. I'm not afraid of no xenophane. Xenophanes. Xenophanes. We got to look up the xenophanes. Who is xenophanes? Oh, Who is xenophanes? Well, he wrote the mythics. Mythos. Or he wrote mythological crap. Oh, wow. Yeah, kind of like our homo sapien today, Empedocles. Wow. I wasted a whole 12 hours looking up this sapien of homo. Empedocles. Anywho, white sleepy sleep. Look at it. Never seen this before. I said, come over now. 
we record podcast. You know what Void do? Void just sit there and he goes to sleep. I didn't say you want sleepover. No. Look, he's sleeping through all of this. Wow. Look at that. He's been sleeping through all of this. I heard the whole thing. You son of a bitch. Not because my eyes tired doesn't mean I'm sleeping. Gork does all this work and you just sit there and ignore him and fall asleep. Oh, I didn't. I'm gonna tell you what. You need to start listening, you little bastard. I was listening. No, you were not. Whoa, whoa. Where am I? What happened? Oh, God, you lost consciousness. That's not good. Oh, that is not good. What happened? Uh, Frank or whoever I thought yelled at me. Because he thought I dozed off even though my eyes were closed. Don't you tell him anymore, you little bastard. Who are you calling little? I'll call you little. I'll cut you like a grape. I will just you and I will crush your head with my illness. I think that might hurt you more than it would hurt me. You'll be surprised what I can do with that thing down there. Just because you make diamonds doesn't mean anything. Oh, God damn it. During the 5th century BCE, Empedocles' lifetime, Acragas is said to have gone through a couple of uh, political transformations. For instance, there is outright tyranny, oligarchy, and only to reach some form of democracy during Empedocles' lifetime. Pretty oh, funny. He must have hated it. Apparently, he favored the latter form of governance, democracy. He had expressed disdain for tyranny and oligarchy. I wonder why one would not be in favor of bending the knee, Void. I don't know. I remember hearing a story about, uh, no, I can't remember if it was other people knowing and having radios that they shouldn't have and would listen to outside broadcasts. I don't know if it's North Korea, but they knew how to make their own radios and would listen to stuff. Well, I'm pretty sure most countries would not want people to listen to anybody except for a specific number of people. Yes. Like, remember in the 60s and 70s, they got armed to people for reading Chairman Mao or the Communist Manifesto. Uh-huh. Yeah, they were like, oh no, the world gonna collapse if you read that. Oh no, but the thing is, it's scary. Well, the crazy thing is, it wouldn't work, but the problem is that how can you know your enemy without researching them? Yeah, I guess so. Yes. I don't know, that's a whole other discussion for topic. Yes. But, well, I mean topic for discussion. No discussion for topic. I like that more than topic for discussion. Yes. Yeah. But I wanted to tell you that... Democracy has failed many times, and more people have tried democracy far more than communism. Yes. So, I mean, to go off of one a big failure, just because the United States government set up the economy to fail in USSR, yeah, it's like saying communism never worked, but yet there's been many times where many democracies have collapsed. Mm-hmm. So, the one thing it does have in column is the people on top controlling the money get too greedy. Well, that's like that with every government. Yes. They're really greedy right now. It's really bad. Yes. But I want to say, democracy failed miserably in later times of Greek. I think it failed miserably when France tried to change it. Meanwhile, Britain was having a good time with parliament democracy. Mm-hmm. So that was okay. But then you have, uh, you know, there are many different failures throughout life. I mean, shit. Most of life is filled with failures. Yes. It's rare when you have a success. That's yeah. why it's so cherished and worshipped. Those ser- savory morsels. Yeah, you know, those people who keep on losing and losing and losing, and then finally they win and they fucking shit themselves. Not the way to go. Yeah, but anywho, 
I wonder why someone would favor democracy over tyranny. You know, bending the knee. Mm -hmm. What's wrong with kneeling over before one's true leader? You know, bending over to do some sort of social sodomy as your master humiliates you by force. Mm -hmm. Sounds like a great time. Yes, sounds like a party. Satire. Evidence of empedocles. Empedocles' disdain for such a form of centralized power. He was associated with somehow dismantling an oligarchy by himself. Wow. This laugh track, more like wow track named Void, says wow one more time, I'm going to hit him in the face. I'll just say, okay. Yeah, 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 okay. Hey, Void, what do you think about that? That's neat. That's neat. Why is that neat, Void? Why is that neat, Void? Because it's impressive. Why is it impressive? You don't listen to shit. I might as well talk to my boss. Well, he might as well talk to me. Don't make me kick come down there. Well, you're welcome if you want to. Yeah. I haven't been touched in a while. Yeah, that's what I said. You must not wash them either. Oh, goddamn no. You gotta have that good aroma come up. Especially when you do squats. Oh. You get that good whiff. Make you want to go up. Give me more power to shoot up. Anyways, it said that there was one chance for uh, Empedocles to become king. He rejected the offer of kingship. Wow. Yeah. He turned down becoming king. Kind of weird. Would you? Remember on the Ayurvedic system of Hindu medicine? Mm-hmm. Remember... What was that mental humor you said you were? That Dasha? Mm-hmm. Do you remember? Yes. Okay, so which one was that? Could you tell me? Uh, I know it was the middle one that always trying to mediate, right? You said kingly. Okay. Would you have turned down becoming King Void? I sure hope you would, because you're a sleepy bastard. I know. They call you King Void the Sleepening. Yes. It seems as though this ran through his family, because his father somehow forestalled the rising form of tyranny in his lifetime. I wouldn't be surprised if Empedocles had slaves on his own land, considering the time. And I also wouldn't be surprised if he considered paying taxes for his slaves or livestock and money made and racehorses sold. I wouldn't be surprised if he thought that was tyranny. Wow. Yeah. Well, I actually mean wow because that was, he might have been crazy like that. Well, you know, considering the founding fathers of America were much like that in themselves. Oh, yeah. Three-fifths. Yeah. Oof, bad. And it was just recently where they just started shaking off that ridiculous notion that, oh, they, got to, they wanted to become free and have everybody here free. No, they just wanted to not to pay taxes on their slaves and trades. <laughs> because the fact is... The more richer you were, the more buying power you had in votes because of the uh, slave being worth three-fifths a person. Shit, that's what it's like now. I know. I think we can all agree upon that. Even everybody who disagrees on how to go about the right way to do it, we can all agree that there's a lot of greed up there. Yes, oligarchy is bad. Well, just, I mean, in the current situation right now. Uh-huh. We can all agree. No matter how much we disagree, we can all agree. It's pretty fucked up. Just saying. We all agree on that one issue. Anywho. Aristotle is said to have credited Empedocles with formulating rhetoric. Ah. Uh. Meanwhile, there's no evidence for treatises from Empedocles. Nevertheless, Empedocles is cited to have been one to initiate the Sicilian school of medicine. Oh, wow. Yeah, in being a physician himself. I have a feeling that all it took to become a physician void was convincing people that you can take care of their wounds with first aid. You know? Like, look at that. It looks like it's infected. Oh, I know what to do. Or pour boiling water on it. Or they pee know. in it. Or oh. use dried pee. 
I'll rub some honey on there with oregano soaked in the honey. Oh, where'd you learn that one? Well, if you look up oregano, it's also antimicrobial, just like honey. Oh, also coconut oil. Yeah, because coconut oil has caprylic acid in there. Mm. Yeah, caprylic acid. It's good. If you have a yeast infection, you should get some coconut oil. You rub it on your genitalia. Oh, and eat it too. Anyways, the story continues as Empedocles somehow brought the dead woman back to life. You hear about that? Maybe. Maybe in some sort of science class. Perhaps. She drowned, and he realized that getting water out of her lungs was a good idea. Or she was knocked unconscious, or had an, a coma, you know? And he just, he just made her whiff his meninges like I did you. Oh, yeah. Lots of things can wake you back up, like a slap in the face. Ow! Stop it. Yeah, goddammit. That's right. <laughs> so anyways, this quote-unquote bringing a woman back to life is the moment leading to the praise of him with poetic verses in stories that still exist today. Perhaps Empedocles knew how well to tell a lie. He got others such as Aristotle to believe a bunch of Meshuggana schlock. Mm-hmm. Yup. Fooey da buoy. It isn't surprising to me that when Empedocles made a move to Thury after its foundation in 445 BCE, he was put into exile. Perhaps he knew they were on to his nonsense, and he decided to make a run for it. Yep. Where was he uh, exiled to? Well, he was just exiled. Oops. When you exile someone, the person usually has a choice of where to go, I thought. So they went to Thur- No, wait. I think it depends on the situation. But he went to Thury in exile. Some people are just like, I don't care where you go, you just get out of here. Like uh -huh. Paul McCartney with Japan. What? Yeah, Paul McCartney in Japan. Paul McCartney got caught with cannabis. Uh. And he was sentenced to exile from Japan for life. And then you have, like, other situations like Lenin. Uh -huh. You know, from the social, rev social revolutions. And he got exiled and he got sent to Siberia. Oh. Yeah. That is, that is basically a punishment of death, practically. He, um, no, a lot of people survived. Well, the crazy thing is, there's a prison out there that if you try and escape, they wouldn't, you wouldn't be able to get anywhere. That wouldn't surprise me. I think they have a documentary on that one. Interesting. Perhaps it was because uh, a lot of the things that this sapien of the homo was writing was along the lines of uh, formulating your own cult. Oh, wow. It was very uh, grandiose, if you know what I mean. And perhaps he was a really tyrannical person. We don't really know too much. Yes. But what we know is that Empedocles did die. The manner in which and the location are unknown, although some have speculated that it was the Peloponnese Mountain? Yeah, Peloponnese Mountains, when he died. But others say that this was just a fictitious story, fairy tale, fiery leap of Etna. So, whatever you want to believe, I don't care. Because I know that you don't know, and I know that I don't know. It's so, all Greek to me. It's all mo-boo-da-boo-da-boo-da-boo-boo-boo. Now we go into the life's works of Empedocles. The common name of this era, Diogenes Laertius. Remember last episode? If you don't, pause right now. I want you, I want you to pause your son of a bitch ass and go back and listen to all of it, you cunts. Oh, shit. You I have that? to put you in the corner. This guy is being really mean. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe it's me trying to be nice so much that my angeriness comes out. Huh? You've always been nice to me. Yeah, especially when I do this. Ow! Ah, it's nice to make you wake up. See? 
Anywho's, so that sapien of Homo, Diogenes Laertius, gave Empedocles credit for composing two whole poems. One is called Unnature, and the other one is called Purifications. Others have given credit to Empedocles for concocting a hymn to Apollo, and a poem on the evasion of Xerxes, and some medical texts, tragedies, epigrams, and essays on politics. I wonder if there was one about the witch hunt from the civil doors in the West. He's sleepy again. No, look at him. They're laying back there like he's sunbathing or something. I heard the last thing he said. Yeah. You like that one? No? Okay. Only the poems on nature and the purifications were somehow what made it through time. It wouldn't surprise me if Empedocles took all of his works with him when he traveled and ended up becoming food for the worms and fishes. I could see, back in the day, that the scrolls were blowing through the hills as he died, being torn up by the rocks, in the wind, in the tree branches, in the bushes, being eaten by the goats, being eaten by the cows, and being soaked by some rain and some sea water and turned into something that was degraded by feces. Four sapiens eat the homo named Osborne from 1987, one named Inwood from 2001, one named Trepanier of 2004, and one named Jenko of 2005 argued that Geogenes Eurytius had it wrong. Had what wrong, you say? The claim that Empedocles had two poems on nature. Because they found one work. Oh. They won't. F you shut up. You're not even participating relevant. No, I am. No, you just said, wow. It wasn't even spectacular. But the work named the Strasbourg Papyrus. Ah. Oh. It contained a portion of the poem on nature. With lines that were in it which were originally contained in the, the poem called the Purifications. But I argue, people, because I have written poems myself from time to time, I have used lines from previous poems. You want to know why? Because I wanted to make a story, a conceptual artwork, a frame for a narrative. That is how you do it. And considering what I've read regarding the poem on nature, and especially the religious tone or the cult-like tone that they made in the poetry, I wouldn't be surprised if several callbacks were made from previous poems. Especially if you make a poem like he did. Don't worry, we'll soon enough get to it. Soon enough. Look at him, he's snoring. Huh? You're snoring. Really? Yeah. You sure you want to do this anymore? No, yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I offer you coffee, you said no. Then you go lay down. See, that's why I tell you, Gork. You need to stop being such a douchebag and listen. You shut up. Sorry. Okay, keep on. So, it's said to be a work that addresses two to three specific topics. Mm -hmm. Topic one would be the muse which is Calliope. I have no idea what that is, and I didn't do any research on that. Okay. The second is what would be called Empedocles' disciple. His disciple was Pusanius. Oh, Pusanius. Sounds like a flower. Yeah, I'll tell you. The flower Pusanius. Our luck will be a dude. I bet you it was. Well, considering back then, the Greeks, you know, disciples and masters, usually 40 years apart, commonly things were traded for other things. Yes. Look, uh, look to several movies about depiction of Alexandria and Alexander. 
What's up with that? Oh, they, they had stories about them sleeping with people and themselves. Sounds like fun. Yeah, but it was all men. But if oh, you, man. Yeah. If you're like, Where do you put the stick? In the dirty hole. No. You tell me they do that? That's why you use rubber. You use rubber? You won't feel anything with rubber on. I have another kind. What? I have a what kind? What are you talking about my rubber for? You got to buy not cheapos. Not cheapos? Mm-hmm. Dollar store brands of rubber. No, no. In the in the booty you need condom. Well, that's what started us here, huh? Yes. We're talking about Empedocles' disciple, Pusanius. Mm-hmm. Who might have used his butthole as a pussy, Pusanius. Yeah. And the third topic that some people dispute is the whole community of Agragas. I guess was inside of this poem on nature. Ah. Yeah. It's said to appeal to the divine. Yeah, the authority of the divine was given to Empedocles. Well, he was writing it for people and up above, beyond him. Yeah, and I guess the information was given to him by the divinity or the divine or authority or deity or grandiose delusions of your choice. Mm-hmm. Might as well be Thor. It is also established that the relationship of master-pupil where uh, Empedocles promised Pusanius, uh, the pussy, mortal intelligence will be brought all over onto his face and he will soar behind all others or beyond all others wait so he'll have mortal intelligence brought all over his face while he will be sore beyond all others mm-hmm. that doesn't sound too nice they spoke uh very differently back then i bet they did i hope so from what i'm thinking it's totally different from what it might be mm-hmm. Yeah. Rather than the basic five elements of the Ayurvedic system of Hindu medicine. Empedocles only uses four. Mm. Empedocles uses fire, earth, water. Can you guess that fourth one? Wide. Wind. Wind, no. Well, wind, yeah, or air. Air, okay. But, don't say the fifth one in the Ayurvedic system of Hindu medicine. We got to tell the listener, go listen to it. Oh, yes. Yeah. It was in uh, two episodes ago. Five. Yeah. This is what we do. This is what we do on all the episodes. It's not like we act differently on every other episode or whatever. Mm-hmm. We do the same thing all the time. That's just us. Mm-hmm. So, if you find this interesting but don't want the other thing, you might want to think a little bit harder and click on the other one. Yes. And then, you know, like it. Share, comment, subscribe, blow me. I can't legally ask for that, can I? You can, but not for money. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so you can blow me for free. Yes. Also, your choice not forced. It's not? No, forcing is illegal. Is it? Not unless it's uh, 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 non-consent consent. Or consensual, not consent. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. Or whatever it is. Yes. Non-consensual consent sounds like uh, Cosby. Yeah, by the way, that reminds me. We keep on trying to capture Yoshio to put him in our dungeon with uh, Escape Court. He's too fast. He is. He. Yeah, I told him on the last episode that he, he knocks us out before we get to Cosby him. You. No. I, I also explained that he's not our type. Oh, okay, so you just put him to yeah, sleep. Yeah, just put him to sleep. Okay, okay. And then sometimes they use the plunger. To clean up the toilet. Okay, yes, okay. Have, I was looking. They all share one. At least they have one, not a can. And they all eat grass, so there's too much fiber, so it clogs up their toilet. Also their butthole, too, because that's how uh, bears hibernate. I learned too much today. I know. 
So, you want to get into some of these uh, things about the fifth elements? Oh, yes. Or the four elements? The fifth one is in the, you know, a couple episodes ago. Yes. Don't you dare look up on Google to cheat either. Empedocles mentions regarding the four roots. He would call them roots, by the way. Okay. Or elements. But anyways, they were brought together by love. Ah. Like Void and I. Uh-huh. And then they were taken, ripped apart by strife. Oh yes, the two two uh, different uh, opposing forces. Yes, and he wrote this. Oh yeah, his poem was filled with this shit about love and strife. Everything in the beginning was brought together in a spherical, bright white shape called love. Everything was one, and everything was la di da. Anyways, these four elements are barred from destruction or generation. They've always been here in the same quantity all throughout time. Oh, like no energy can be destroyed. Yeah, it's exactly like that. Even though it's kind of funny, his uh, four, you know, so-called roots or elements, one of them was Earth. And I tell you what, your gut is making Earth right now. Hmm. And also, when you fart, that's kind of like air, uh-huh. made by the microbes in your gut. Uh-huh. So, to you want to go on some details on this poem? Yes. So, source one, the Stanford Encyclopedia forgot to mention the number of verses contained in this poem. And unlike the commonly seen tiny poems today, this poem contains how many lines you want to know? How many? Well, they said that it probably contains 2,000 lines. Oh, wow. That's a lot of lines. But they're saying only a six survived, so they're just throwing out a number. If only a six survived out of 2,000, one six does not divide the number 2,000 evenly. In fact, it would be 333.333333333 for infinity and beyond. I doubt it's exactly one six, Void. What do you think? I don't know. Sounds kind of confusing and convenient. I mean, that would have really been like 1600666666, Missy. Yes. But anywho, that's all. Just a bunch of bullshit. Bunch of speculation by people who want to assume more than they know. And I wouldn't be surprised if the text contained more lines than 2,000. But anyways, that poem is so big that that contains 40 pages of single-spaced on open office, if one uses 12-point font with New Times Roman. That is a large short story, if you ask me. Or a short novel, depending upon how you look at it. The structure of this poem is said to be of hexameter verse. You ever heard of hexameter void? Maybe in passing. I never studied structural analysis of poetry. I always thought it was up to the person writing it to do whatever they want. I always thought it should be just fluid, natural, like painting or drawing. But get this, in hexameter verse, each line is broken down into six sections called feet. Mm-hmm. Like a caterpillar or an ant, six feet. These feet are referred to as syllables, or they have syllables. I have heard that one before too. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah, then there's two terms they use. is dactyl and spondy. And they're used to describe the types of syllable lengths that are used in each foot. A dactyl refers to a long syllable followed by two shorts. And a spondy contains two long syllables. The first four feet of the line usually contains either a dactyl or a spondy. While the last two feet are commonly a dactyl with a spondy. Or rarely two spondies. So literally you could have six feet and all be long syllables. All be spondies by the rules. So it's a pretty loose type of poetry. Depending on your syllable usage. Mm-hmm. Okay. Where we keep going now? We're going to the color section of the poetry. Ah. Yeah, one sapien of the homo mm. named uh, per. Parmenides, mm-hmm. or P-A-R-M-E-N-I-D-E-S, Parmesan, Parmenides, Parmenides, Parmudas, 
Babo bala bala waga wiggy waga wuga wa. Yeah. He claimed, or she claimed, that colors are just the appearance which people perceive in objects. And the colors themselves are only at the perception rather than being the actual quality of the objects. Yes. Which is true. For a minute, is assumed to fail to come to an explanation as to why they said that. This is where Empedocles comes in, all over Parmenavidada's face. Oh, wow. Yeah, all over it. He covered it. Must have been huge load. You. Yeah, like the goo. Empedocles appears to have uh, contradicted this statement, where he states that uh, colors are actually as they appear and actually a quality of the objects, and that our sense organs are that from surviving for the fittest. Yeah, he said that our sense organs were designed to see the world as it is, and that is why colors are there. So Empedocles was full of shit, and totally doesn't understand that survival of the fittest is really subjective. Because really, the environment fluctuates throughout time. Well, the crazy thing is... Uh, That's why you have extinction. Oh, well, the crazy thing is the strong person could get cut and get an infection and die like a weak person. Well, no, no. Strength. You can have strength in many areas. Yes. So you could have strength and understanding to treat an infection. Oh, so you're saying they could say, oh, it's only a puny cut, then die. But any who's... I mean, I mean, even those who are intellectually... Gifted in many areas mm-hmm. could also be ignorant of many other things. People have been dying because of the flu recently because it turns to pneumonia. And the weird thing is, they get yeah, tr- the old people and young people. I know yeah, really young ones. I I heard I heard a young lady died, but she's probably a smoker too because all they sent her home was with uh, was with the thermoflu stuff, and then it turned into pneumonia, and it was. Do you realize what role viruses play inside of? Evolution. What? It kills off those who cannot survive the virus, while those who can survive the virus live on and pass on their genes. Yes. Which enable them to survive through viruses. This is why Europeans did not die of smallpox and why the Native Americans were decimated by it. Yes. It was not the fact that the Native Americans were simple-minded, no. It was the fact that the great majority of them have died. And when you have a great majority of your population die, progress stops. Because what invention requires is a populace to communicate various ideas to influence other people. And when you have decimation, you have stress. When you have stress, your body goes into survival mode, not thrive in expansion and invention mode. Yes. This is what led to Native Americans being screwed. It was biological warfare because they knew it would happen too. Well, eventually they did. Yes. They didn't know originally. No, I think they actually did it on purpose. Well, they were... How? Because they were surviving in smallpox in Europe. They carried it on their own clothes. I know, but I think they gave it intentionally. The blankets. Mm. I think eventually they did. I don't think originally. Mm. Because I think what happened is they communicated that fact. And there were some people who were, you know, sometimes they traded things to be nice. And then when they have found out, they were douchebags who used that to their advantage. Because uh, most things that they're discovered are discovered by accident. Mm-hmm. Then you have the greedy douchebags who use it to Like uh, penicillin was discovered by leaving something out accidentally. Yeah. That is true. And then they found out that the colony forming units did not grow around it. Anyways, we're going into color. Okay. Here's a quote from Empedocles. Things are colored because they originate from the combination of the four basic elements. As when painters adorn Vatic offerings, men well taught by wisdom in their art, and so when they make take in their hands pigments of various colors, mixing them up in harmony, more of some, less of others, 
From them they prepare forms resembling all things, making trees and men and women and beasts and birds and water nourished fish and long-lived gods, first in their prerogatives. In this way let not deception overcome your mind that there is any other source for the countless mortal things that are seen. But no, these things clearly have heard the story from a god. It is explained that the definition for mixing in the Greek language from the, the source, which is quoting Empedocles, notated that mixing was more along the lines of setting colors side by side or on top of each other. The author of Source 4 claims that in no way did Empedocles mean that when you mix a few colors you can get multiple different colors out of it. I find this presumptuous void. Mm-hmm. It doesn't take but the experimentation of a few different colors being mixed together to make different hues for a simple mix. I also dispute this claim from this author of Source 4. You want to know why? Why? Because I looked up Greek paintings from that specific century and many of them use different colors and different hues to make shading just as good if not better than a lot of people. And I would argue that Empedocles was referencing that when you mix colors together, they are going to be side by side, set up on top of each other. When I searched different artwork from the Greek eras, I found a large sculpture of male genitalia with the meninges still attached to it. Void. Wow. What are you looking up? Nothing. I was reading about the smallpox thing. They did it once. Huh. But that was after uh, uh, reports of it. Yeah, that's what I say. Yes, okay, let's keep going. But I could see why you thought it was. Yes. On purpose, because a lot of people are douchebags. Yes. Anywho, I also saw a picture where they used the shading, like I mentioned. Mm-hmm. Where they had multiple colors on top of each other and mixed around and shading. Well done. Better than a lot of people nowadays. And I tell you what, when you mix colors together, mm-hmm. they may appear as one solid homogeneous mixture, mm-hmm. but in all reality, the molecules are side by side and sit up on top of each other. Oh, because you can't see that detail with the human eye. Yeah, and modern science has proven with the specific pictures that that is true. So I argue that Empedocles was just saying the mixture is just the side by side that you cannot see. And he also said that this is a, an illusion, basically, when you think of it the other way. Where it's all just, it becomes a different thing. No. They're always their own, cannot be separated, cannot be destroyed, it cannot become something new. That's what an element is. Yes. So Empedocles was saying something that this author, I think, did not understand. Yes. Referencing a claim that Empedocles viewed the combination of colors. Where he said it was like bricks, side by side, set up on top of each other. Uh Proving exactly what I said about the molecules working. Yes. You want to hear another quote? What? In the kindly earth, into her broad hollows, received two parts of glimming nesties out of eight and four Hephaestus. And they came to be white bones marvelously fitting together with the glues of harmony. Now, I could see where they said that there was eight parts, because he said eight parts. Mm-hmm. Also said there are four parts of Hephaestus, which were fire, uh-huh. and two parts of Gleaming Nestus, which is water. But where's the other two parts? Am I blind, Void? Look, kindly onto our earth, but he didn't say the amount of earth. I don't know. But anyways, it said that this poem was explaining the specific ratio of the different blah 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 roots making a bone which is wrong. He had no goddamn clue, did he? Well, he did understand one thing. Yes. About the mixing. How mixing is not really homogenous one thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, because we can't see that much detail. Yeah. So there's another quote. But come, gaze on this witness to my previous words, 
if anything was in my previous remarks. Left wanting in form, sun white to look on and hot in every respect, heavenly bodies bathed in heat and shining light. Rain everywhere, dark and cold, and from earth issue firmly rooted solids. Sounds a lot like religious stuff. Or stared at the sun. And even when I was doing my notes, I even said that. White hot. You look at the sun long enough, it kind of goes white. Yes. And you get these crazy colors. Just like if you look at a light bulb. Oh, there's this terrible story I heard on a podcast. This guy, his older brother told him, if you stare at the sun and follow the dots you see, you'll lead you a treasure. Did the kid go blind? No, he's okay. He just has really bad vision now. Oh, if that were to happen, I would have done something that would have gotten me sent to prison for life. What? Oh, I would have killed him. Well, it was his own brother. Also, this was a kid, like little, little kid. Well, I'm just saying, my brother did messed up things to me. I put my, I put his toothbrush on my asshole when he did fucked up stuff to me. Oh. Then he was brushing with my butt cheese. Yeah. You see what happened? You fuck with your younger brother, your brother get back at you. You find a stranger in the Alps. Yeah. Well, I don't even understand that one. What is that? Oh, it's a joke from the Big Lebowski because the TV edit for fuck a stranger in the asses find a stranger in the Alps. Wow. Censorship goes to ridiculous lengths. They're just noises. Just a word. I know, but the FCC... Well, the, the fucking cunts, cunts. The fucking, the fucking central cunts. I know, I know. You notice at first it was crazy conservative women that were doing it, and then it became crazy ass uh, liberal women doing it. Yeah. It's all a bunch of bullshit to keep people down. You should be able to say whatever you want, whenever you want. I still think we have decency laws. Well, I'm saying... I'm saying that even if a person is completely wrong in saying something that is completely rude and offensive on purpose and is completely like Nazi stuff, they should be able to say it. You want to know why? Why? If they're not able to say it, you're not able to know who it is. Yeah. Because they are in hiding, number one. Number two, if they're not able to say it, where does it stop? Where does it stop? Who... Who next in leadership tells you what you can and cannot say? And number three, you should be able to debate them. Because if you're not able to debate them, just like a fungal infection underneath a log, hidden from the light of reality, you're not able to debate. Because the whole point of debate is to disprove a certain point of view. Yes. And it's not to convince the person who you're debating against. It's in order to show people what is right and what is wrong. Yeah. And plus, if you're not able to debate, you won't be able to have people to understand, to really understand exactly why, because you won't be equipped with the sharp tools required to pop the balloons of nonsense. Yes. That's why I think you should be able to say whatever you want, no matter how your correlation sensation is. It's just don't say bomb at airport, train, or oh, yeah. bus station. I would rather just allow them to kick you out of there for life. Well, not for life, but for a certain amount of time. I mean, you just said something. Yes, I know, but you might get arrested. Oh, yeah, then, yeah, I can see that. That, in its own form, is a form of terrorism. Yes. You're terrorizing people. Oh, no. Although that is their own correlation sensation. But I would definitely have a bowel movement if someone said bomb. And I was on a plane that was in the middle of flight. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. So, I agree with the author from Source 4 where they say the fire would have been white. This author goes into detail about the different colors and the wonderfulness with the... What is it? Yellow, red, black, and white being the four primary colors. Uh-huh. Later on down the road, we all know that that whole story changes. Mm-hmm. RGBiv. What? RGBiv. What's RGBiv? 
Colors of the Rainbow. Oh. Oh, yeah, coming from White Light. Mm-hmm. Mm. There's a lot of stuff that we've realized here today. This guy, Empedocles, is also given credit for rays of light. Oh. Being what allows people to see color. Oh, wow, he discovered that. He didn't discover it, but it was his postulation, just like how he postulated the mixing of things. Was just really close together. Yeah, and you just, it was the illusion of mixing with things. And it kind of actually explained the guy he disagreed with in the first place on color. Oh. Because really, it is just rays of light reaching your eyes. Oh no, but the crazy thing, people can see them differently. And that's where uh, color blindness comes from. And even people who aren't colorblind even see things differently a little bit too. Well, everybody sees things differently. Yes. Because it depends on the amount of receptors within your eyeballs, retina. Mm -hmm. Then it also depends on the nervous connections. Mm -hmm. It also depends upon, you know, your occipital lobe uh -huh. and how it perceives that. And then it goes to your parietal lobe and temporal lobe uh -huh. and then your frontal lobe. Oh, because all the connections of that depend on how you perceive things and how differently it is because of all the inner workings of them. And then you have the genetics. Mm -hmm. which influence, you know, the different types of proteins that you make, which send signals differently throughout mm -hmm. your neurons. Yes. And then you have epigenetics, which alter how the long-term potentiation is. It's, yeah, so it's pretty complex. Yes. But he didn't know anything about that, no. Yes. Yeah. He <laughs> probably could have made an assumption that people do see colors differently because you could do definitely do a peer review. Oh, yeah, well... Yeah, you know, people disagree on is that the purple, is that the red? Yeah, or that stupid dress that's gold and white or black and white. Black and blue. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that one? No. Anywho. Yeah. Well, that is uh, Empedocles. Everybody have a good night or good day. Mm hmm. Bye. Yes. You know.